It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington, and that's still night. Last time I checked, anyway. But yeah, that could change. I point to him, and he has to think for a second. <laughs> but yeah, well, you know what? That's a hard thing to do. And if you smell smoke, that's what it is. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, how how are you this uh, this fine day? Uh, I'm doing fine. I had to fix a sink last night. You old uh, sink fixer, you. Yeah, Mister Fixer. Well, you know what? If if you've got kids, teenage kids. Mm-hmm. Or women in the family, or or all of the above, you probably have had the oh yeah, clogged sink. And I went into one of the bathrooms, and the sink was clogged. And I was going, "What is mm-hmm. going on here?" And I get into it, and I'm taking it apart. You know, you crawl in there. Oh yes, unwrench everything. And Instantly, all this, you're a plumber. Yes, and all Instantly. this black gook comes out, yes. and I'm going, "What yep. is this?" And I realized this is facial cream facial cream that you know that all teens do it whether they're they're young mm-hmm. men or young women they do it i've had it happen mm-hmm. uh, several times happened i invented my own word anyway but um it's happened several times to me uh with uh, all my teens and wife too they get these well, you, facial products and they what you gotta get is products. you gotta get a uh, uh a router that you can just feed down the pipe and it'll clean it right out. You turn the, turn the faucet on, you snake, it's a snake. You snake it down the pipe and you just turn it and it takes all the stuff and loosens it up and you don't have to unscrew anything and pour stuff out and get it all over the place. Like you apparently well, once did. Once upon a time I had one of those. I don't know where it is. I didn't think I needed it again, but apparently I did. But you know, it makes you wonder, you know, these products that people use, uh, that they put on their face or their mm-hmm. hair or whatever. Yeah. I was going, next thing you know, they're going to be using poop. And then I found out there's Wait actually a, a new trend out there now. Oh, no. You'll I don't this. even want to hear this. Now, I, I don't know how to pronounce it in Japanese, but you know the nightingale bird that comes from Japan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the uh, the geisha women used to uh, use it, and they still, uh, women there do it's all the craze. Now it's moved over to the West. Where they're taking uh, bird poop from the um, nightingale bird, it's dried, turned into a powder. So you just wet it and put it on your face. It makes your face tightens your skin and makes it very um, luminescent. Let's say, bird. Boy, poop. you really, you really had to be hard up for facial cream to <laughs> to dig into that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, know what? I tried seagull, but it was just too messy. <laughs> 40 bucks i wonder if it smells like never mind uh, have you ever noticed that there's a bird in my neighborhood that knows my car and i can get my car washed and i can put it in the parking space in my driveway and i guarantee you that by the time i go i can come go out 10 minutes later and the bird has hit the windshield dead well, soon. Now, i don't know what color your car is but uh, apparently birds have a um they're predisposed to pooping on white cars. Oh, good. <laughs> they don't tell you that when you buy the car. No. I parked this in the garage, sir. Did the bird find its way in? <laughs> what color it, is your car? It's white. It's white. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, the survey's right. I didn't yeah. know. Yep. It, uh, <laughs> and it, it nails that thing. It must think of it as a target. Hey, look at Sam. The target's back in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> it bombs it. away they strafe uh, your car i love it so you see where uh, prince andrew 
is uh, a little concerned about uh, what's happening in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Because well, they should be a lot concerned. Yeah. Apparently, the word is that they have some uh, documents that right now are under seal. Like, you know, they're, they've been locked away so nobody can see it. But apparently, they're being opened on Monday or Tuesday. There are pictures already out now, not the kind that you might be thinking in your head. Yeah. But the, the young lady, I think she's from New Jersey, that was uh, one of the girls of Epstein. And uh, you've got Miss Maxwell there and mm -hmm. that girl. And, and uh, well, our, the young our, lady our apparently was 14 when uh, she was abused. And yeah. I believe, I, th I think you can say that now because she's been found guilty. So it's been proven that, that it was sexual abuse. I draw a very hard line against uh, guys that uh, molest young women and for very, you know, good reason. But I think any decent person would feel the same way. And I think yeah. most, pe most people are decent. I think they're the outliers, they're the evil. abusers. Some of these people are in positions of power and influence. Yeah, and, and those people... Uh, there, there's a lot of bad people out there that have done bad things. Uh, I know because I put one uh, behind bars. And um, simple fact is, these are worse than him. And I say that that guy is a very bad person. But mm -hmm. this and this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, Apparently, he, they, they would uh, bring them down to the island. She, by the way, Ghislaine Maxwell could fly a plane. And she could handle a submarine. Apparently, they would ferry people over from one island to another on a uh, on a submarine that he owned. And she would apparently she was uh, able to captain that submarine. Well, so she, you know, she, she wasn't a passive. Money, so I, I don't doubt it. You know, I'm sure it's a mini sub, but really, I I don't think there's that much to it once you get the hang of it, just like flying. If you've ever flown, it's not a hard thing to do, And th but that tells you... I can take a boat down. It's getting it back up that's the issue. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> and you want the boat to be enclosed, too, you know, when you go I like under. when they go, sir, take it down, but sir, this is a destroyer. Oh, well, take it up, take it up, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? In that kind of situation, a snorkel is not going to do you any good. No, that's true. It's just not. But but this, she was not a passive uh, participant. She really solicited and facilitated the abuse. So for her to be found guilty of five of six charges, it's you know you look at her and there's there's a part of every every good person will look at her and say, oh boy, she's gonna go to jail for the rest of her sixty years, sixty five years, whatever it is. But then you think the lives she helped to destroy the people that were hurt from what she did and for what, for money, for, well, let me uh, tell you something uh, about these sentences. Uh, anytime you hear something uh, about a sentence, they're not exactly going to be that long. There's always conditions, even without conditions where they can get out beforehand. You want to lock somebody up. You got to lock them up for a thousand years. You know, because you want to be sure there's no way that they can yeah. get out. Because so they commuted. They commuted to 600 years. There's a good chance he's not going to be around anyway. Yeah, but you know, you put somebody in for 60 years, they can be out in five or 10. Believe it or not, they can. Now, I wouldn't feel bad for her. You know, they're saying she was mistreated. Her brother saying, "Well, we're going to appeal." 
Of course, you brought up an interesting point off mic, and that is they'll probably use it to um, negotiate. Yeah. I, I think that she's got, apparently she has a little black book and there's just a whole list of uh, famous and uh, wealthy people who participated in uh, the frivolities at uh, Epstein Island and at his mansion. And he also had a ranch, I believe, in New Mexico. I think it was the Z Ranch. That's what he called Ooh, it. This guy, little doggies. This guy had a ton of money, apparently. And, uh, you know, there's some people who think he's still alive. And, you know, you know if would... you are, if you are, even if, it, well, this, the fantasy writer in me <laughs> likes to, likes to uh, ponder the possibilities. If you wanted to uh, get him out of the line of fire, because apparently a lot of people would want to uh, do him in. Right. Wouldn't the best way of doing it be to, to fake his death? Now, that being said, uh, the coroner, what's his name? Dr. Bo Bowden? Biden? Bowden? Not Biden. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say, boy, no, Biden had no, something to do with no, this. No, boy, no, do you have a story? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, don't think, I don't think Biden's a coroner. But, uh, what's his name? Uh, you've seen him. He's been a guest. They did a, he was involved with, with the autopsy, and he explained how uh, he believed it was murder. So he did, he did believe it, that uh, Epstein was, was dead, but he didn't believe that he committed suicide. He believed that uh, uh, he was strangled. Apparently, if you, if you do what, what Epstein was accused of doing and, and you hang yourself, you wouldn't break certain bones in the throat that, that were actually broken. Those bones in the throat that were broken are usually broken from strangulation pressure. Well, now, you know um, what else is interesting? Yeah. Uh, the two guards that were, um, well, they were uh, under trial. They were uh, waiting trial to uh, about their mishandling. The guards right. in the jail where Epstein was because uh, suddenly they, they were missing. Their job, paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there were some other details, too. Mysteriously, the judge, just when uh, Maxwell got her sentence, same day put in paperwork to drop all charges against those guys. The same judge? The same uh, no, judge? The, uh, their, their attorney did it. But when the judge did that, so now that oh, those oh, you're, you're saying that available yesterday is just now coming out today that uh, those two guards who apparently didn't do their jobs and were you, responsible. Are you saying now that their just, attorney put the papers in to have the judge consider dropping the charges or did the judge look at those papers and drop the charges? What the attorneys did, there's a, there's a fancy legal term for it, but basically they just said, we're withdrawing all the charges and it goes into effect uh, for the new year. Oh, the U S attorney dropped the charges. It wasn't, yes. it wasn't, it wasn't the guards attorney. It was the government's attorney. Dropped. Whoever filed, yeah, who filed the, their, the charges, their, their attorneys dropped it. The, the, yeah. people, the people that were making the charges said, mm, no, nah, forget about it. We're dropping our charges. Why would they do that? Well, that's the question I'm trying to figure out here because what, what is there that they don't want anyone to know? Now, they said that over the weekend, the judge sealed all of the all of the uh, evidence and, and instantly the, 
the media went nuts. Oh, why are they sealing all of the evidence, the pictures, the documents, the information on the witnesses? But then they said that there are other investigations that are taking place behind the scenes on other people concerning the Epstein case. And they don't want that evidence to become public because it might affect those cases. For well, example, I, you know what I think? I think right. that there were a lot of dirty people in a lot of high places, be it business or government. Some they're going to use this as a way to get rid of them. Some they're going to protect because, you know, it behooves them to protect them. They're on their side. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got you got major political theater going on in this case. Do you think we'll ever know the true story of what's happening or what happened in the Epstein case? No, I mean, you know, they seal records and they say they seal everything. But, you know, if you did something that was just very notorious, very nefarious and well, you know, we got to seal these records. Are you going to seal the truth? And let somebody after you're dead figure it out? Now, I don't want my name tainted in history. I'm going to bury that. But they only sealed it temporarily. Apparently, what this, the judge is saying that he doesn't want the stuff, or she doesn't want the stuff, it was a female judge, released right now because it may damage other cases. It may be released down the road. It can be unsealed. Well, you know, this trial is a crazy trial anyway because media wasn't allowed in. We weren't allowed. It was closed. Nobody could be in. There were a lot of uh, particulars about it that were not normal, not standard. Mm. So you're not going to know. Although it was, am I correct in saying it was a federal case? Yes. And because it was a federal case, they don't allow cameras in federal court? That, to a degree, yeah. yeah. They don't allow cameras, but there, there are other things they do allow that they disallowed. We really don't know what took place in the courtrooms except for what they told us. I think you're allowed to have audio fed from a federal court. They can feed the live audio from a federal court proceeding. But, and I don't think that happened in this case. I think that's no, one they, thing that, they, was. that was. That was one of the big things. The media wanted to go, we want to hear this. Yeah. Um, which, you know, in the media's defense, they had the right to hear it. Now, would they have given it the proper perspective in play? Probably not. They would have taken it and uh, used it uh, mm. to create a narrative, which is what the media today does. Yeah, um, it, it's sad. When, when we grew up, there were essentially three television networks and PBS, and that was it. Right. It was ABC, CBS, NBC. But they, they all seemed to pride themselves in their neutrality. I, I didn't know that Walter Cronkite had a liberal bent. He didn't show that side of him on television. He worked very hard to maintain a neutral stance. I think that's where his phrase, and that's the way it is, came yeah. from because he was reporting the news that was to report without a spin, and that was his way, from what I heard, of saying, and that's the way it is. Yeah. In other words, I can't tell you anything else right. or give that's, you my idea. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Take it as it is. But, you know, that being said, uh, nowadays, they pride themselves in their in their partiality. They pride themselves in being uh, one side or the other. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. For example, I think we talked about this on an earlier episode, but I don't know if I were an, an investor in uh, CNN, for example, uh, I'd be really upset because well, CNN so had 20 years of an incredible news reputation. I mean, everybody turned to CNN to see what was happening in the news because you could count on getting the honest story. That was what they had initially. Over the last five, six, seven years, they threw it away. They threw that image away. And now their ratings are literally in the toilet. With all, I mean, I don't want to, they have, they have lost so much of their listenership, not just to Fox. A lot of people, by the way, have turned off to cable news altogether. Oh, news is dying have, all, all over the place. Yeah. People don't want to listen to it anymore more because they've taken and twisted the stories to their narrative. You're talking about CNN. I, I really wasn't a, uh, a fan of cable news. And back then, what made them big was the Gulf War. Wolf right. Blitzer and the scenes when they did that, they beat all the networks and they became the go-to source the voice. because somebody said, you know what? Let's be a news source and let's get out there. Smartest thing they could have ever done. I think that it's going to be an interesting year for media. People say why I'll tell you why, because for example, president Trump's new media platform is going to open in the first quarter. It's called Trump social. And uh, no, Truth Social, I'm sorry, Truth Social, part of Trump Media. And uh, I just realized the new CEO of Trump Media is going to be Devin Nunez, who is the former congressman. Yeah, who, I saw uh, you do a backflip yeah. earlier because. Yeah, he, well, he, he's a, he seems to be a straight shooter, whether you like him politically or not. If you have to respect his, his uh, the way he carries himself and the way that he tries to be. Uh, honest. Now, if you are on the other side of the aisle, you may argue with that, but I, I think he's, a, I think he's going to be a, a terrific uh, CEO for that company. It wouldn't surprise me. And this is, this is just me speaking. Trump media might end up making a play for CNN and people may say, what? I think CNN is ripe for a takeover. They already have a new uh, investor, majority investor named John Malone from Liberty media. John Malone is a respected and uh, successful media entrepreneur, has been for the last, you know, he's 30 years, and he's taken a lot of businesses and made them work. But the so reason why I actually buy this and uh, turn yeah, it over, he can buy it, and then he can sell it to uh, Trump media. CNN would burn in oil before they would sell to Trump. Well, they, the thing directly. is, they don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they have a choice if, if, if Malone is the majority stockholder now and he sells his stock to, again, this is pure speculation to, uh, to Trump media. And I, can you imagine the, uh, the etch-a-sketch of talent they would have? I say etch-a-sketch. Remember the etch-a-sketch pad where you, yep, you, draw, you draw something and you lift the page and it's all gone? That's what it would be like at CNN. I, oh, I can, yeah. You know, they would they would exit and they would trash the place, you know, because they wouldn't. I don't think they'd know, Bill. I don't think they'd know. I think it would be lightning fast. Just, uh, hey, here's your final check. Get out of here. And I don't like to wish bad luck on anybody. No. Uh, especially in the media, because uh, I know. We've been there. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've met that axe before. Uh, and. Even when I saw it coming, I didn't recognize it. So uh, it happens to you. 
But if I were them in this in this environment, I would be uh, spending this weekend, a holiday weekend, ringing in the new year, honing up my resume, and getting my I, video reels ready. I also I also think that most of the people on camera at those places have made good livings and they have a good income. And if they were wise, they saved, they saved uh, a portion of their income. So just for days like this, not uh, everybody does that though. I, you know, I've known a lot of people that have made big money and I'm going, well, they're not going to be hurting. And you know, three weeks later I find out how am I going to pay my mortgage? I got my house up for sale. And, you know, and I'm like, going, you in my house, we always away. saved. Thank goodness. I, I, I married somebody who was, uh, very particular about how we spent our money. She looked, she recognized radio for what it was early on in our, in our marriage. It was, it was a wonderful business, exciting. Uh, at some, it's sometimes it was, it was, uh, financially rewarding. Yep. But other times it was just okay. And, and she always seemed to balance things out so that we were never really hurt. We never had the fanciest car or the fanciest house. Uh, but we always had a nice house and you know, things, things were okay. And I, and I give her total credit though, because if it were me, I'd had the, the brand new Corvette, <laughs> you know, the penthouse and then nice I'd, cars, I'd be destitute afterwards. Houses, yep. A plane that you didn't know how to fly. Exactly. I just leave it at the airport so I could look at it, you know? I would blow the money. My mother used to say to me as a kid, you spend your money like a drunken sailor. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I did, you know? I don't fault that. So what are you doing for the new year? For the new year, I'm just going to relax and uh, watch, probably watch the the festivities in Times Square. And as soon as the ball falls and it says 2022, I'll turn the TV off <clears throat> and I'll hit the sack. And that's you know, it. You're missing out on a lot of uh, things going on well, tomorrow, New Year's Day. That's uh, like what? what they do the uh, the the polar bear uh, jump or what do they call it? Plunge. Right. Right. Yeah. Would you do that? <clears throat> jump into a frozen cold freezing. <laughs> no, no, no. I. It's going to be 57 degrees here tomorrow, which is not bad, but the water is still going to be really cold. But I I've seen in other years where we're on January 1st has been like 10 degrees and they still put their bathing suits on and they still jump into, into the freezing lake or river or whatever. Some do know. it without clothes. So why? <laughs> because they're stupid is what they're, you know, yeah. you know, you freeze off parts that you don't want to freeze off, you know, yeah, I, yeah. No. Yeah, you can't put those ornaments away for next year. <laughs> they're gone. They break off. That's it. <laughs> Oh, oh. Anyway, no, I have no interest in no pants subway ride day. Stay out of New York. No, run that by me again. Wait, wait, no pants subway ride day. So you ride the subway with no pants on. Is this a real, a real thing? Or is this something like, no, uh, that's a real thing. It, it's, it's every new year's day. I don't know that anybody participates. I wouldn't want to be on that subway. If they did, I would, I'd be afraid of, of, Riding a have you been in a New York subway? I mean, all of the seats yes, are plastic. I have, unfortunately. All of the seats are pure plastic and you know, like smooth plastic. And I'd be afraid of suction. <laughs> yeah, I would be afraid of that too. But you know what? What's even worse is my uh, my rosy red cheeks are yes. not gonna touch that seat because I don't know what's been on that seat. That's that's very that's very true. That's yeah. true. I'd be as that suction thing goes. I mean it's <laughs> 
It's not the air that goes you up, know, it's the air that comes out. I, speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, this is this is true. Have you ever been on a cruise? Yes, I have. Okay. So then you know that in in the staterooms, um, I don't know, I have to be very careful how, how I say that. The lavatory, when you yes. flush, you know, they tell you uh, not to sit when you flush. Yeah, you get a nice little. <laughs> well, you get you get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to a steward once on, on one of these ships, and he said, "Yeah, we've had to go on on occasion and help people get unstuck on those seats. They get literally they they'll sit on the uh, the porter that on the toilet and they'll flush it while they're sitting on it, and when they do that, unlike a a toilet in the house that." flushes in with water and it's not it apparently there's a great deal of suction to get the you know the water yeah i out get of the it toilet. and you know somebody might go oh suction suction no this is not suction <laughs> no, you probably no. would like you know this 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 is this is if you do it wrong you're going to be sitting there for a while it's going to be very embarrassing you'll be ringing that button porter yes. yeah water oh mr harrington uh. what seems to be the problem <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm stuck. <laughs> Let what me get a crowbar. What kind you leave for that? I mean, because that, that oh, requires big one. a special tip for that oh, guy. Big tip, really. If you imagine. I think we've uh, just about burned up our time. We burned up the year. I know that. It's, you know, that's it. It's, this one is toast. It's done. It's Put a toast, fork in it. It's done. Put a fork in it. It's done. <laughs> hey, you have a good one, my friend. You too. Happy New Year, dear Bill.